Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. .com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Five minutes after 5 o'clock on a finally Friday morning and finally a little bit of a warm-up. You probably started noticing it yesterday weather-wise and it's going to continue through the weekend into next week. I'm Pam Yonke, by the way. Glad to be along with you this morning. So partly sunny skies on the way today. It actually looks pretty doggone nice. 36 are expected high. Now, honestly, for the 14th, make that 15th day of November, saying that 36 looks good is probably not the norm, but with the way our weather's been treating us, I'll take it. Saturday, cloudy skies and 36. Sunday, another chance of some late afternoon snow mix and 36. Monday, we're up to 37. By middle of next week, we're into the 40s. I'll let Stu Muck tell you more about that. He's coming your way in about 15 minutes. Also up before 6 o'clock, Mike North from Commodity Risk Management Group in Platteville is going to be joining us live. This whole Dean Foods thing has got the dairy market real skittish this morning. We're going to find out what the latest is on that. And also after 5.30, Josh Scramlin's down in Kansas City with other farm broadcasters from across the countryside. Yesterday, he had a chance to visit with Undersecretary Ted McKinney. McKinney is the point man when it comes to our trade relations. How are things going with China, and what does he see developing with the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement? All that up before 6. Your local FS is member-owned, and that means when you buy our flagship brands like FS Envision and FS High Soy, you're actually buying seed from yourself. And you wouldn't sell yourself anything but the best, would you? In field after field, FS brands are out-yielding the competition. Talk to your local FS crop specialist about Envision corn or high soy soybean seed today. At harvest, you'll be glad you did. Envision and high soy are available exclusively at your local FS member company. World-class research and education is drawing even more students to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine on the UW-Madison campus. Did you know that that school trained more than 50% of the veterinarians now practicing in the state? And that includes new graduate Tyler Mack, a Pennsylvania native that found his way to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. When I applied, there was around 30 veterinary schools. But for the University of Wisconsin itself, for example, there was, I believe... A uh, 1,000 or 1,200 applicants for 80 spots. Congratulations, Tyler Mack, new graduate from the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, practicing right here in the state. But remember, the school is out of space. It has not significantly grown since it opened in 1983. The goal is to raise about 30% of the entire project's cost, and you can help. Write a letter, make a phone call, send an email. Find out details on how you can support the expansion at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine online. Animals need heroes too. T-O-O dot com. In farming, getting things done early has a way of setting you up for success. Like using Corvus for an early season win over weeds. Corvus keeps even the toughest weeds from gaining a foothold. Multiple sites of action deliver superior control of emerged weeds. And later, Corvus reactivates with just a half inch of rain to take out any new weeds that may have sprouted. So get an early season win against weeds with Corvus for end of season rewards. Always read and follow label instructions. Corvus is a restricted use pesticide. I'm not the youngest guy anymore, but I'll say this. I've been hunting white-tailed deer for the better part of my life. I don't want to do the math, but I'll tell you I was in the woods 
before I was 12 years old and was carrying a rifle in the woods at 12 years old. Things aren't the same as they used to be, though. The rules have changed. The laws have changed. Lots have changed. Lots of things have changed. Pam, what's going on coming into this year's gun deer season? Thanks, Scott. Uh, fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I'll tell you, there's a lot of folks getting jazzed up. Sure, no problem this year with tracking snow across most of the state. And as we get ready for Wisconsin's gun deer season, you're right. We have to pay attention to some of the changes that have been made with regards to hunting guidelines, some of the rules, some of the documentation. Josh Scrambling got a chance to sit down with the chief conservation warden for the Wisconsin DNR, Todd Shaler, and files this update. It's Josh Scramlin for the Midwest Farm Report, and I was excited about this story because I myself am a hunter back in Michigan. I've never hunted in Wisconsin before, but I feel like after talking to you, I'm going to want to. So I'm joined in studio right now by Chief Conservation Warden with Wisconsin DNR, Todd Schaller. Thank you so much for uh, stopping by. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) I think people thought something was wrong when they saw the guy in the uniform, (laughs) in the car, but... You're just here for an interview. Hey, all, all good. Here for an interview, <laughs> here, to, here to help the, the hunters learn about the season. Yeah, well, I, I thought now would be as good a time as any to just, you know, people are starting to head to the woods more and more, uh, basically from here until, uh, what would you say, early December? Early December, yeah. yeah. So I, I figured this would be a good time to sit down and just talk about what hunters need to know when they are heading out to the woods. So uh, first and foremost, what are the dates of the deer seasons? Uh, you got... Uh, bow season, then you got gun season. So if you could just tell me those, that'd sure. be great. Sure, you know we're in the, we're in archery season right now, and in, in you know early October. So actually, archery season runs from September 14th uh, through January 5th, and then uh, we have some we had some youth hunts early in October. But probably the most popular and well known and the, the big tradition in Wisconsin is the the nine day deer gun season, mm-hmm. which runs November 23rd through December 1st. That that Thanksgiving week has always been our traditional deer season in Wisconsin. Um, very popular. And then even after the, the deer season, we have some other opportunities. We have a muzzleloader season in Wisconsin, which runs December 2nd through the 11th. And then we have some additional um, antlerless hunts and holiday hunts, depending upon where you are in the state. But really, the the deer season, again, an opportunity, depending upon the type of firearm or archery equipment that you use, it's really September through through December. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to talk about baiting and feeding bands because it changes all the time. And we just published a, a press release that you guys had sent us on our website. And if you want to see that, that's MidwestFarmReport.com. But just so we can hear it from the horse's mouth, baiting and feeding bands, which counties, when? It uh, The baiting and feeding band, as you said, it, it really changes. There's some there's some dynamic to that. So if at any point we find a positive or get a positive CWD sample, either in the wild herd or in the captive herd, um, that then implements a baiting and feeding band around that, that actually positive. So right now we have over 50 counties um, of the 72 that have no no baiting and no feeding. Um, the remaining 20, um, you can bait during the, the deer seasons, archery, firearm season, um, but you are limited to two gallons or less. So um, I think the, the, the take-home for the hunters is, you know, knowing where you hunt, mm-hmm. look at the map and determine what can we do, what can you do in your particular area. Yeah, obviously it's case by case, but I'm sure that that can result in some 
heftier fines? It is, and you know, you know, there's a there's penalties associated with it. Um, but but more importantly, you know, when we're we're, we're feeding in areas that we we know we have CWD because of sampling, you know, you're putting the herd's health at risk, mm-hmm. and so there's a biological reason why we we ban it. Um, we really focus on the education side of it, but if you know we come across circumstances where people really, I always say willingly and knowingly mm-hmm. um, violate the law. Yeah, they they can face some pretty stiff financial penalties. They can lose their hunting privileges in the state of Wisconsin. So um, we take hunting serious, and mm-hmm. we we want people to be um, safe, responsible, and ethical in doing it. Uh, we're going to go back to CWD because that in and of itself is you know a monster. I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir <laughs> right now. <laughs> but. Uh, w- Aside from the baiting and feeding bans, what are maybe some other restrictions or just things that hunters should know? Probably the, the biggest thing, and it's it's not a law, but you know we really we really stress safety um, with our with our hunting seasons and particularly our gun deer season. And, and the things that we tell our hunters and we teach it in hunter education is tab K T A B K. It's treat every firearm as if it's loaded. Always uh, point the muzzle in a safe direction. Be sure of your target and what's beyond it. And keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire. And if if everybody, every time they're handling a gun, followed those, we would we would have an accident-free season. And uh, so we really stress that. Um, the other things we we want to uh, remind people of uh, season dates, making sure that they have the right license and authorization for the area they hunt. Um, and you know we 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 sell our licenses through Go Wild. Um, you can buy them online. You can go to some of our vendors across the state and buy your license. But take a look at the paperwork that you get. Um, make sure it lines up with where you're going to hunt. Um, that's a big piece of it. And then people know it, but one of the things that we deal with from an enforcement perspective is people um, illegally and irresponsibly hunting and shooting in and around the roadways. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely dangerous to the public at and large, but certainly the hunting. And another area we continue to talk to people about is can't hunt from the road, can't shoot across the road, can't shoot from the road. Um, and those are kind of the, the big ones for folks. Now, being that this is the farm report, I feel that we should probably talk about trespass warnings. So I was telling you before the interview, my dad is a farmer back in Michigan. He's got like 800 acres. I feel like every single deer season – He's dealing with it. And I don't think people realize, they're like, well, they got a lot of land. They're not going to notice. No, they do notice, and it is a giant pain. So uh, for people that are out there maybe looking for a spot and stumble upon a field, why would you tell them to not do that? Um, You know, it is trespassing. In Wisconsin, you have to have permission from the landowner to go on the property. They don't have to have it signed. They don't have to have no trespassing posted. and it's really about respecting landowners and and farmers and and people in our rural areas. You know they 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 manage the property, they farm the property, they pay taxes on the property, mm-hmm. they probably hunt the property. Um, and it's it's really you know being respectful of that that land ownership. Um, and you know again, ask permission. You know find the find the owner. You know see what see what they allow you to do or not do. And if if they say no. You know, you got to acknowledge that and, and thank them for their time and, and move on and try to find another property you can hunt. Mm-hmm. Now, how is the actual white-tailed deer herd doing in the state of Wisconsin? Um, Wisconsin has always had a good a deer, good deer population. You know, it varies across the state. Um, this is the first year and I believe 10 years, that we actually have antlerless tags available on, in, in every county oh, okay. at some level. Um, some of our northern 
areas, those the number of antlerless tags is is greatly reduced compared to the south. Um, but our, our deer herd has is has been rebounding. We we had some tough winters, um, predation, those type of things. But Wisconsin is a destination state for deer hunting, mm-hmm. um, not only because of the the tradition and the family side of it. It's because of the number of deer, and in some cases, the size of our deer. Uh, we got we we were known for some big bucks across the state, and that makes the the hunt exciting. Yeah, no doubt about that. And like I said earlier, I have never hunted in the state of Wisconsin, but I have seen photos of the bucks that have been harvested here in this state. And needless to say, I think I need to get my hunting license ASAP. Probably not going to happen this year. I'm going to go back to Michigan. But then next year, I'm probably going to hunt in both of those states. Todd, thank you so much for your time. Todd Schaller, Wisconsin DNR's chief conservation warden, in studio with me right now doing a hunting preview as gun season is upon us and bow season is in full swing. So hunters, be safe out there. Do the right thing, do the smart thing, and from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Selecting the right alfalfa variety is more commitment than choice. I'm Shannon Latham, and because alfalfa has a long-term impact on your bottom line, Latham alfalfa products are uniquely built for greater yield potential, pest resistance, and unmatched forage quality. All to give growers options that thrive in local growing conditions, whether you produce cash hay or feed on farm. Commit to success in your alfalfa fields. Talk to your local Latham sales rep, see us at LathamSeeds.com, or call 877-GO-LATHAM. In baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. We once again join our partners Stand Up to Cancer in reaffirming a commitment to the fight against cancer. Since 2008, Major League Baseball, its fans, players, and coaches have delivered a powerful, determined message that we, together, will defeat cancer. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. Jordana Brewster. Zachary Levi. I'm Uzo Aduba. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. So join Major League Baseball and Stand Up to Cancer as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. Visit standuptocancer.org slash MLB. Stand up with us. Unleash your inner geek at the largest arcade in Wisconsin, Geeks Mania. Hundreds of the most wanted vintage vids and pins, plus the best new games, and the largest six-person X-Men game in the galaxy. Book your corporate event or birthday party in the Namco or the new Nintendo room online at geeksmania.com. Every birthday child gets a free comic book at Geeks Mania, Odana Road, across from Rust Arrow Kia. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday till midnight. Pay one price, play all day. Unleash your inner geek at Geeks Mania. Learn more at geeksmania.com. She knows farming, and she'll put you in a headlock if you say different. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All right, 520 now on a Friday morning. I'm liking what I'm seeing as far as temperatures for the weather this weekend and into next week. Are they trying to fool with me, Stumach Ag Meteorologist, along with us live views? Honestly, I mean, the way that this weather has been in uh, October, November, I, uh, I get a little anxious when I see a couple days strung together where temperatures are going to be above freezing. Is this a yay or nay situation? It's all there just to fool with you, Pam. That's all there is to it. 
<laughs> oh, come on. I hope it's I hope it's correct. Honestly, I could use, you know, it, yesterday it felt like it was warming up a little bit, so I'm hoping it's a trend. It is. It will be nicer today. You know, we're going to fall a little short of normal. 44 is the normal high at Madison and La Crosse right now. La Crosse will be around 40 or so today, so we're in the neighborhood, but just not quite going to do it. And, you know, in all reality, yes, it's cooler than it should be, but boy, it's going to seem awful nice. And it's the pattern that's in store. There's a weak cool front right through the Midwest this morning, lining up from the UP of Michigan back toward Minnesota. Not a big concern. It's not going to drop one way or another, or bring any Arctic cold air in, anything like that. We'll have sunshine and a great day, just a little bit cooler than normal. The next disturbance will build in from the northwest. It's only providing snow out in Washington, Oregon, western parts of Montana this morning. But that low is going to move east and will have enough little effort with it that late Saturday night or into Sunday, there'll be a little snow, maybe a rain-snow mix into Sunday. Not even an inch of snow to accumulate out of all of it, but a little light mixed precipitation with those temperatures staying a bit more mild, a little more mild into early next week, but an unstable weather pattern. It would be great if it would dry out and stay almost normal temperature-wise, but we're going to see that every other day, chance of a little light rain or some snow next week. You know, another possibility into later Monday, Tuesday, and all around Wednesday night or into Thursday. Light precipitation that will be the name of the game. I'll have the forecast right after this. In farming, getting things done early has a way of setting you up for success. Like using Corvus for an early season win over weeds. Corvus keeps even the toughest weeds from gaining a foothold. Multiple sites of action deliver superior control of emerged weeds. And later, Corvus reactivates with just a half inch of rain to take out any new weeds that may have sprouted. So get an early season win against weeds with Corvus for end of season rewards. Always read and follow label instructions. Corvus is a restricted use pesticide. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. All righty, Stu, give me all the details for the weekend absolutely how about a mostly sunny friday a really nice day upper 30s probably a 40 at lacrosse and winds will become a bit more east and northeast about five skies will become mostly cloudy overnight that keeps us out of the deep freeze in the mid 20s tonight northeast winds become east about five tomorrow mostly cloudy but upper 30s maybe again close to 40 at lacrosse winds out of the southeast at five to ten Late in the day, Saturday into Saturday night, then that chance of a little light snow, maybe a little rain snow on into Sunday, but more cloudy skies around, of course, upper 30s still for Sunday with the south winds at 5 to 10. And like I said, Pam, you know, under an inch of snow if we see it accumulate. Otherwise, just the fact there's that little light rain, some snowflakes mixed with it, that's what will be around late Saturday night into Sunday. And then again, later Monday on toward Tuesday, that same little light activity. But those temps right in that neighborhood of normal, at least. And so we don't think, I've got to trek across the state this weekend. Do we think Saturday night we're going to have road issues or not so much? I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. It's okay. going to be pretty light. You may have to slow it down a well, little yeah. bit. Well, by now, see, we've had a couple of weeks to work on our winter driving skills, unfortunately. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
shouldn't be a mystery anymore. No kidding. No kidding. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend. Catch you Monday. All right, see you then. Stumach is our ag meteorologist with your weather details, and let's talk about what we've got as far as current conditions. Lacrosse, you're starting off this morning. Cloudy skies currently sitting at 28 degrees. Mauston, you, whoops, where did you go? Mauston, you are 28 with cloudy skies. Fond du Lac, cloudy and 27 at the airport in Madison. Cloudy skies currently 21 degrees. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. It's 3 a.m. Your home is freezing. No, it's not your furnace. It's your empty propane tank that your provider forgot to fill. Don't let this become your reality. Contact the propane experts at Insight FS. Ask them about their tank monitoring program that gives you 24-7 access to your tank levels. Insight FS also offers convenient contracting or budget billing programs. Don't get left in the cold. Let Insight FS bring the heat. Visit InsightFS.com for a propane expert near you. Every weekend warrior needs a dump trailer. Whether you're hauling gravel, mulch, or that load of bull your buddies keep giving you, I-39 Supply has all the sizes you could want. Trailers and more, five miles south of Portage, I-39Supply.com. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Bring on more acres with the all-new Lexian 8000 and 7000 series combines at Ziegler Ag Equipment. These machines were built to cut through acres with an expanded capacity system for 10% more throughput and the industry's largest grain tank with faster unloading speeds. And optimize your cutting and feeding performance with the right header for the job, like the new Convio Flex Draper from Kloss, offering more visibility, more simplicity, and more efficiency. Ask your Ziegler sales rep for more information because you can't put more hours in the day, but you can put in more acres. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. Looking to remodel your bathroom? It shouldn't be like getting a root canal. Ganser is the answer with Bath Creations by Ganser Company. Give us 80 minutes for 80 years to make a painless decision. We are proud to introduce Bath Creations by Ganser Company. Schedule your free in-home consultation or visit our beautiful showroom on the Beltline. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. Ganser, that's the answer. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. Have you heard the news? Ganser Company is your home for J.D. Power's top-ranked window and patio door manufacturer, Infinity from Marvin. You'll get 80 years of our experience to make an informed decision in 80 minutes. Schedule your free in-home consultation and get your home ready for the Wisconsin winter. Ganser has the answer. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. Ganser, that's the answer. Your local FS is member-owned, and that means when you buy our flagship brands like FS Envision and FS High Soy, 
You're actually buying seed from yourself. And you wouldn't sell yourself anything but the best, would you? In field after field, FS brands are out yielding the competition. Talk to your local FS crop specialist about Envision corn or high soy soybean seed today. At harvest, you'll be glad you did. Envision and high soy are available exclusively at your local FS member company. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Stay warm this winter. Winter boots are on sale now at Rogan's. With 25% off the best name brands for men, women, and children, you'll save on winter boots for the whole family. Rogan Shoes, Madison East, West, and Janesville. Some exclusions may apply. Gift cards are available. Speaking of the weekend off, um, the big news yesterday, obviously, the Flex game. We just had Amon Green in here. And obviously, from a fan's perspective, Rob, I love it, right? Who doesn't love football night in America, Sunday night, prime time, national audience? I got to think... On any week, you don't want to be flexed, but certainly when you have a road game the following week, you're you're a, you know a central time zone team traveling west. I mean, it's a good game, but it, it, you know the flexing really didn't do the Packers any favors, did it? No, they, they were kind of expecting this, though. Joe, as, as you kind of looked ahead and, and broke it down, although there are some pretty attractive matchups that week as, as well. So it it wasn't set in stone or locked by any means, but. Man, you, you've, you've in essence got the number one and the number two seeds in all likelihood going at it uh, that particular week in the NFC. It's 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 hard to, you know, it, it, it's hard to not flex that game, isn't it, from a national television perspective? And you're right, Joe. For the casual fan, it gives them his whole Sunday or her to to do whatever they want, and you plop down at night. Those night games are are so much fun. They're a treat, and um, it, it's great viewing. I'm sure their ratings will be off the charts. Which is which is what they want, but you're right from Green Bay's perspective. It, it, it these guys are still you know creatures of habit, Joe. They they like to do things a certain way. Aaron Rodgers has talked at length. He'd love it if every game was a was a noon game on Sunday. Well, when you're in the playoffs, the overwhelming majority of your career that that's just not going to happen. I the only good news I guess, Joe, for for Green Bay is is the following week um, they're going to take on a pretty god awful New York Giants team and. And who knows the way Saquon Barkley's been getting beat up lately, if he's going to even be available by that point in time. We'll see what's going on with the Giants then, Joe. But, I mean, at least it's a soft opponent coming out the back end of this thing. But but right now, uh, you know, as Green Bay looks ahead, Joe, that, that's going to be a monumental path, what, 10 days from now. Visiting with our Packer insider, Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, uh, you know, we we were talking uh, earlier in the week, Robbie, about you know revisiting the the predictions from the beginning of the year, and I think the Packers have kind of hit the mark, right? I think eight and eight, maybe if things broke their way, nine and seven was the consensus by a lot of the media, a lot of the fans. 
yet here they sit at, at eight and two. It really is stunning when you put it into perspective. Now I'm going to going into this bye week, isn't it? There's no doubt about it, Joe. I mean, if if, if you look at it, and, and and I did a couple pieces this week, Joe at Forbes. I encourage people to look at you know what what went right in the first half. You know, kind of why are they positioned the way they are right now to make a run at the NFC and. And then on the flip side, you know, kind of some reasons for concern in the, over the last six games is, is they try to make a push for a one or a two seed in, in home field uh, playoff advantage, a buy in that first week, Joe. Um, things have definitely fallen Green Bay's way. I mean, let, let, let's not joke. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. They, they caught a huge break in the Detroit game with a couple of phantom calls on, on Flowers late in the game. I think that changed the dynamics there. They missed Patrick Mahomes in, in Kansas City, right? Minnesota has a brain fart in, in week two when they're driving for the winning score, the go-ahead score late in the game, and, and Dalvin Cook pretty much carries them all all the way down the field, and then they put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands at the goal line, and he's intercepted by Kevin King. Similar situation in that Raider game a few weeks later, Joe, where, where Jacobs is running all over this defense, and, and they get down near the goal line, and, and Gruden elects, you know, or he calls a pass play, and Carr runs with it and, and loses the ball, falls forward, and it's a touchback for Green Bay. They've just, they've just had a lot of breaks, Joe, on their way to 8-2, because when you look at the raw data, the raw numbers, um, they they don't shape up like an eight and two football team. I think they're twenty eighth in defense, middle of the pack on on offense. But their red zone defense is terrific, Joe, and they they've taken the ball away. Uh, they're they're plus minus. I think on turnovers is plus nine, uh, which is in the top three or four in football. So you know that they're doing all the things. They're giving up the huge chunk plays, Joe, which you don't want to do. But then when teams are inside the twenty, they're kicking field goals for the most part against them. Um, and, and they'll walk away from that pretty happy every time, Joe. So they're, they're doing what they need to do. They're, they've beaten, I think, Joe, five teams with winning records, which is, which is the most in the NFL. Um, so, yes, they, they've definitely surprised. My expectation, Joe, my prediction was 9-7 and seven back at, you know, the first week of September when this whole thing was kicking off. Um, they're already at 8-2, and two and they've got some, you know, almost gimmies on the schedule yet with Washington and the Giants, and, and we'll see what Detroit and the Bears look like late in the year, Joe. Um, those those could be games where those particular teams don't have a heck of a lot to play for and could be playing reserves in, you know, different spots on the field. So it shapes up extremely well, I think, Joe, for, for Green Bay to make a run. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Alrighty, 5.35 on a Friday morning. Boy, we've got a nice stretch of more mild weather coming our way. Today, sunshine 36. By the time we get to the middle of next week, we'll be in the low 40s. Now, that's going to give us some challenges if it comes to water management. But uh, again, I think most of us would agree. I'll take a little warmer weather for at least a couple days. I'm PM Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. On this date back in 1956, Elvis Presley made his movie debut. It was a black-and-white musical. He starred as the American singer, and it was called Love Me Tender. King of rock and roll. The movie was named after Presley's hit single by the same name, of course, Love Me Tender. It debuted on this date back in 1956. And now you know. 
Well, I wish we knew more about what's happening with the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement in Washington, D.C. Josh Scramlin, along with Reba McClone and Caitlin Riley, are all down in Kansas City with other farm broadcasters getting the latest news. Josh had a chance yesterday to visit with Undersecretary Ted McKinney from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. McKinney is the point man when it comes to our trade negotiations and gave Josh an update on what's happening with the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement to date. Well, seeing and hearing that things have been going well between the committee of, uh, of Democratic House members that Speaker Pelosi assigned and, of course, their partner, the U.S. Trade Reps Office, we provide a lot of assistance data for those discussions as well. And everything I read and hear is that they have been going well. And that's what we all want. We all want. The catch is that time is getting on. We're getting close to the end of the year. The number of days... Uh, for the House to be in session is waning. So I hear, I hear, I read that uh, they might call for the legislation this week or next. Boy, I hope that's true yeah. because uh, it's, getting, uh, it's getting late in the season to get things done. Mm-hmm. And what would officially be the end, past the point of no return, nothing's going to happen for a while? Well, you never know. I mean, there are several scenarios. The best scenario that everybody, both sides of the aisle, including me, talk about is let's get it done this year Mm -hmm. so that we can start to take advantage of the good things that USMCA can bring because it's not active yet. And you being from Madison, I want your dairy farmers to get access to that enlarged pie, that opportunity for some additional sales up there. Uh, so that's one scenario. Uh, another scenario is that it gets going and then it's fist finished right after the first of the year. And then the worst of all scenarios, which we can't even think about, is that this thing just sits till after the election uh, of next year. And that would be just horrific. This is a better deal across the board for all of NAFTA and ag than, than, excuse me, than NAFTA was. Uh, you know, dairy access for your dairy farmers, for goodness sake. Whoever's selling wines and spirits into Canada, British Columbia has now taken down their rules, so we now have cage-free wines. Imagine that. Uh, Perhaps the best part that people don't talk about is a completely rewritten chapter on how we handle sanitary, phytosanitary issues. SPS issues, as they're called, are the soft underbelly where one country can screw the other based on political whim. Mm Uh, Not so much in Canada, Mexico, and the U.S., but certainly the rest of the world uses these a lot. New chapter by which we will abide our trade. A brand new, never-before-written chapter on biosciences, the biotech traits, the GMOs, gene editing. All these are coming into agriculture at breakneck speed. So USMCA is a much better deal than NAFTA. We have to get it passed. I would only add... But getting that passed is much more in your listeners' hands than mine. Mm-hmm. It's not that our work is done. I'm still visiting the Hill, offering facts. But this is now constituents getting to members of Congress saying, I personally want this. And so that's where it really rests at this point. Ted McKinney, he's USDA's undersecretary, the point man for trade, and keeping a very close eye on developments with the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Now, even overnight, even the Democrats are saying that uh, an agreement, ratification of USMCA is imminent. But like Ted said, until it's done, make no assumptions. 
We'll take a quick break. Back with markets in a moment. And like I said, we've got our friend uh, Mike North from Commodity Risk Management Group joining us live via Skype before 6. This whole Dean Foods bankruptcy situation's got the attention of all dairy industries and a lot of people on Wall Street. We'll talk with Mike about that in just a moment. It's 540. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. So whether you're just starting out or on your way to building a legacy, we're here for you and wishing you a safe and bountiful harvest. Learn more at Compere.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. Well, again this year, it doesn't look like Mother Nature is giving us much of a break. Good thing you know my buddies at McFarland's in the heart of Sark City. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee to remind you, no matter what you're doing, trying to winterize things around the farm, get that little piece of paradise winterized for the elements. Or maybe it's the home your family lives in, and it needs to be a little more energy efficient. Whatever you're thinking about, McFarland's takes care of you all under one roof. Trying to winterize things around the farm. Head back to the farm department, Bill and the crew. More experience than anybody else in this area. Like I said, whether you're looking at trying to winterize that little piece of paradise that you've got or take care of where you and your family live, they've got it all under one roof. And what I really appreciate, being able to lean on the expertise that the staff at McFarland's brings to you. They'll help you get the job done efficiently and effectively. And that's really important with the weather we've got coming up. So again, McFarland, 780 Carolina Street, all under one roof, right there in the heart of Sauk City. Your local FS is member-owned, and that means when you buy our flagship brands like FS Envision and FS High Soy, you're actually buying seed from yourself. And you wouldn't sell yourself anything but the best, would you? In field after field, FS brands are out yielding the competition. Talk to your local FS crop specialist about Envision corn or high soy soybean seed today. At harvest, you'll be glad you did. Envision and high soy are available exclusively at your local FS member company. Well, the markets are absolutely still in overnight activity. Uh, we just don't have much news developing. I have been getting some emails from you folks uh, around southwest Wisconsin, but uh, also in Minnesota and Iowa, worried about uh, propane shortages. Yesterday, the ethanol and natural gas report came out. We've got plenty of both. It seems to be a distribution situation that a lot of cooperatives or suppliers are working through, and it doesn't seem to be taking them too long. So it's not about supplies. Markets in overnight electronic trade, like I said, not much news to change directions. December corn's up a quarter of a cent right now at 376. March is unchanged at 384 and three quarters. January beans are up a half at 917 and a quarter with the uh, March beans up a half, 930 a bushel. Wheat for December's down just a half a cent, 507 and a quarter. July new crop is down a quarter of a cent, 519 and a quarter. Now the barrel cheese yesterday dropped another four and three quarters cents. We'll find out why with Mike North in just a moment. It settled at 223 and a quarter. 40 pound block cheese also down another penny at a dollar ninety. Double A butter on Thursday gained a quarter of a cent to two oh six and three quarters per pound. December milk right now is down a penny at eighteen sixty nine a hundredweight. January closed two cents stronger yesterday, seventeen eighty one, and February is unchanged right now at seventeen twenty one a hundredweight. You know, it's getting to be that time of the year. Holiday traditions start to reappear. And that also includes a lot of our local food pantries reaching out to you 
for donations. It's a critical time of the year to try to make sure that families have enough to eat. But how do you know what to donate? Are there a list of go-tos? Well, not necessarily, according to Jill Sanders. Jill Sanders is the Northern Region Coordinator for the University Extension's FoodWise program, basically connecting those uh, nonprofits, those food pantries, with uh, good folks in the community that want to help out. And she said, if you're thinking about helping out and making a food donation, one way that you can find out if it's the correct donation, just ask yourself, would you use what you're about to donate? So if you yourself is questioning this product, the quality of it, it's not the best donation to consider. If it's expired, if it's a little bit damaged, if it's unlabeled, a little bit rusty, maybe it's been opened. People donate interesting things thinking that it's helpful. But yet, I guess just putting that back to that lens, would I use this today or tomorrow or or my family, and if the answer is no, it's not the best donation to consider. Jill Sanders, again, the Northern Coordinator for the University Extension's FoodWise program, trying to help those food pantries get what they need. One other point that Sanders makes is uh, if you're thinking about buying a box of macaroni and cheese or canned beans, she said, honestly, most food pantries have that stacked to the roof. She said what they really need sometimes are perishables, and that's why a cash donation is also very appropriate because those food pantries will use that money for those perishable high-demand items like eggs and dairy. And she said if you don't have the food to donate, if you don't have the money to donate, then you can always donate your time. She said there are a lot of uh, demands for volunteers at this time of the year for everything from holiday baskets right on through to food delivery. She said even if you feel like you don't have time because of a full-time job, talk to your local food pantry provider. They may have opportunities for you to volunteer after hours as well. Okay, we are going to find out what's the latest with this Dean Food situation. Now there seems to be some question on what the people that are stockholders in Dean Foods want to happen next. Mike North from Commodity Risk Management Group in Platteville joining us live via Skype with hopefully some answers. Stick around. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Farming is a competitive business. You need to be tough and smart, and you need to have equipment that you can rely on, which is why farmers entrust their grain handling to Brandt products available at Ziegler Ag Equipment, like the XR Grain Carts, featuring a high-capacity 20-inch discharge auger that unloads up to 620 bushels per minute, making unloading quick and effective. Talk to your Ziegler sales rep about the full line of augers, belts, carts, and vacs, because if you want to be number one, get yourself some worry-free performance from Brandt and lead the field. Mmm, need to get some rest. This the worst headache ever. Mmm, right arm's all tingly all of a sudden. Must have slept on her last night. I keep losing my balance. These old bones need some exercise. Granddaddy, what you just said doesn't even make sense. It sounds like gibberish. Signs like these could be more than what they seem. They could be a sign of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Sudden trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. 
But time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. St. Vincent de Paul invites you to celebrate this season of bounty by volunteering to host shoppers in the fast-paced and vibrant food pantry on Fish Hatchery Road. Starting on the 18th, they welcome 100 families every day right up until the Tuesday before Thanksgiving so they can shop the St. Vincent de Paul food pantry for the ingredients to make their special family holiday dish. Your help makes it a holiday for someone coping with poverty this time of year. Shoppers leave with a full cart and you leave with a full heart. There's training on the spot when you arrive for your two-hour shift. For details, visit svdpmadison.org. And now, a woman who knows beans and oats and corn. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 548 on a finally Friday morning. More importantly, I know people that are following what's going on in our dairy industry, specifically the Dean Food Bankruptcy Announcement. And is it impacting our markets? Joining us live via Skype this morning from Platteville, our man Mike North with Commodity Risk Management Group. And thanks again for doing this, Mike. This is kind of a moving story. It's changing, uh, it seems, every every couple of hours. I see the latest development yesterday was that some of the... uh, I guess we'd say bondholders for Dean Foods, not real thrilled or anxious about a Dairy Farmers of America Dean Foods Alliance. Talk to me about what you know, the latest on the Dean Foods bankruptcy and what you've seen the market do after that news this week. Well, the the market has uh, given it uh, zero attention. Uh, reality is, is that everybody's waiting for something to def- uh, definitive to act upon. Um, and the reality of it is it appears that the flow of milk is not going to be hindered. So it creates little concern by way of supplier demand issues. Now, certainly if you're at the center of that discussion, if you're a direct shipper to Dean, if, uh, if you're on the other side, on the supply side, uh, certainly that's a conversation and probably has a lot of people really uh, stirred up. But the market, very calm, not moving at all in regard to this story. But the market did move. I have been, uh, I won't say surprised because nothing much surprises me anymore. But the cheese market, despite the fact we're going into the holiday drive, got a little softer. Was that just an adjustment or what's going on there? So we've seen a, a lot of different forces at work of late. Obviously, the holiday bid is in play. People are putting product together to place in front of a consumer throughout the course of the, the holiday season. And that really, remember, carries us all the way in through January. So, you know, there's still things being placed, last minute stuff being bought as more product is is, is needed. Um but we also had this uh, government contract that that kicked in in October, um, arriving a little bit later than normal. But uh, they were buying cheese, and essentially those who were rewarded with the contract needed to fill some of that. And so that's where you saw that big run in the barrel price and why today barrels still carry a premium over the block, oddly enough, this time of the year. We don't generally see that, but as a byproduct of that particular uh, contract bid, we, we saw some other players in the market uh, helping create that you know uh, really pure auction where there's multiple buyers interested in the same thing. Um, in the end, that has uh, 
a sunset at some point too. Once they get the product they need, that'll be over with. And you know, once the holiday bid is done, that will be over with. And to your point now, we have seen some people backing away from price. You look at the block cheese over the course of the uh, last week and a half here, uh, we've observed some you know downward trade now to the point where uh, blocks are trading at a dollar ninety. So um, some of those sellers have shown up as uh, buyers maybe have reached the end of their rope. And remember, that's kind of how we work. We kind of mm -hmm. trade in, in in vacuums, if you will. We push hard on the buy side and the buyers kind of all stand back and wait to see how far they'll push it. Mm -hmm. And then when the sellers finally say, hey, this is a really good price and they jump in, then the buyers do the same thing and they, <laughs> they stand back and just kind of wait for everything to fall apart. Um, the good news for dairymen in this is that there have been bidders that have been willing to step in even after two to three days of downward trade. Typically, they don't come that fast. So there's still some underlying support here that uh, could carry this for a little while. But, you know, the market structure is already saying, hey, uh, we're not going to carry this forever. You look at milk price today, and yes, we have a $20 print on the screen for November milk. You drop to $18.75 for December, then $17.81 for January. And then we're basically hugging that $17 line thereafter. The market's already saying, hey, this doesn't last forever. But we could get a little support for this. Yeah, exactly. Well, and as you always point out, uh, we got, we're looking good in November, but take measures into your own control for that first, second quarter. Yeah, and and that's normal for that period of time. That That is a seasonal play, right? We run out of the holiday bid. The holidays are over. People are, you know, looking at the scale and saying, boy, I need to eat more salads. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we run away from cheese demand a little bit. Um, it's the softest part of our year, and then that picks up as we go forward. So the natural bid leaves the market, prices soften, then we move into the spring flush, more milk finds its way into the pipeline, and in all of that, you just see a general softening in the market. Now, the thing you have to also be mindful of is the world price for cheese is around $1.60. So when we're hanging out here at $2.10 averages, we have to recognize that as we try to transfer the bid from our domestic uh, demand over to the export player, he's got a lot of price gap to fill to be competitive. Yeah. That price is going to naturally have to drift lower just for us to keep export channels in line. So that's um, th that's part of why the market's structured the way it is today, too. Well, I'm glad to see that it, there's that much action, that much give and take. Very good, Mike. I appreciate it, as always. Mike North, Commodity Risk Management Group down in Platteville. Listen, if you do want to take uh, some protection for that first quarter, second quarter of 2020, he's the guy you want to be talking to he knows all the tools that are there and like he's like he said he's kind of keeping an eye on all of the train not just one spot like a dean foods bankruptcy but everything that's at play and i'm kind of glad to hear that uh, dean foods didn't have that much to do with what market prices we saw move this week all right we are quickly coming towards six o'clock don't forget try to enjoy the weather while we'll have it hopefully front part of next week in the middle of next week i'll be back with you on monday morning have a great weekend this is the farm report with pam yonke 